Hi, I'm Ashley Appap. And I'm Hayley Tanto. Welcome to Call an Adult, a Pretty Little Liars recap podcast. Each week we'll dive headfirst into the absolutely bonkers world of PLL as we recap episodes from season one of the iconic series. Where everyone is hot. And no one calls an adult. Let's Let's go, go, bitches. Got a secret, can you keep it? Well, this one you'll say. Got a locket in in your pocket. Taking this one to the grave. Doing it over Zoom, it makes singing so hard. And we're so sorry if that wasn't in sync to anyone listening. But guess what? We're back. We're back, bitches. A. A. XOXO. A-ness. That's right. A probably has a butthole because A poops just like everyone else. And I hope that they have a regular pain-free poop. Poop, poop. Because you know what? No one deserves to be constipated. And that's why our sponsor... I wish I wish we were sponsored by prunes. I love prunes. I haven't had mm, them I was going to say psyllium husk. Psyllium husk? Psyllium husk is my preferred uh, yeah. constipation reliever. As a constipated queen, Ooh. stand by it. Mine's instant coffee. Like I just instant Genius. coffee just does it just does the work. Instant coffee, instant poop, instant poop. Um, welcome to call an adult. Welcome everyone. to call. It's been poop <laughs> that chat. Was such an adult conversation as well. It was like just yeah, that was very call an adult of us. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Check your bowels. Make sure they're regular and. Uh, we support you in all of your toilet endeavors we here do. at this Pretty Little Liars recap podcast. What if we can get a Squatty Potty sponsorship? You have one. You oh, love it. I have one. It's so good. I, I can't live without it. If I have to poop somewhere that's not my home, it's hard. It's a hard time. I feel like you might like our toilet because I think our new toilet is kind of lower than my old one. Like the first thing I realized when I sat down on it was like, oh. This is lower than I thought. Oh, and now I'm used to it. But I was like, I wonder if that's helpful. That it's a, a low toilet. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But also, oh, so hard to get up from a low toilet. Yeah. It does feel like getting in a friend's car that's like really low to the ground. Anyway, none of this is related whatsoever to the episodes, but you know that we like to keep it real. We keep it real. Like- we keep it authentic. We keep it genuine and we keep it raw. We keep it. Roll as um. Do you watch Brian Jordan Alvarez's TikToks or Instagram videos? No, but I feel like a few people have recommended this to me. (sighs) He is a genius. If anyone out there, including Haley, should go watch the wondrous gay life of Caleb Gallo, which is a web series that he and some other really funny people made in LA, and he makes TikToks and these Instagram videos where he does his characters. And one is he's just wearing a wig, and it says like your southern cousin saying the word raw r-a-w and he just keeps going the chicken's raw does the chicken's raw have a character that's like an australian on a boat yes I, that's I've, oh. did you send some i probably did no, okay so dale sent it to me i'm not sure i've seen that and it was so good oh my god he has an incredible character with this filter that makes him look like he has a tiny head and a giant body mm. called rick and he's meant to be a weightlifter mm. who is australian but lives in the u.s um, and supports the or lifts for the Minneapolis waiters weightlifting society or something, and it's very funny. And then there's also Vardy, who is uh, Rick's trainer, and then his mum Evangeline, and they're all Australian. Um, and they're all really funny, and 
it's so good. And my housemate and I, every time there's a new Rick video, we're like, new Rick! And we Rick. watch it together as if it's like an episode of television. That's amazing. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. Have we done this ever? We've done this every time. <laughs> Great. So today we are talking about episodes 11 and 12 of season one of this show. I had so much fun watching these eps. I'm having more, I think because now I'm watching them twice. So I watch them once, mm. no notes. And then I think I get to just earnestly enjoy it. And then I watch it again and take notes. Um, Cause I think maybe it affected my brain a little bit, always looking for like things to say, whereas just watching it earnest. But I also think the show just gets better after the mid season finale. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're really kicking into shit is happening. Yes. It's so good. And um, just like truth. Yeah. And like, there was just like a bunch of truth that came out over these two episodes. And I'm like, finally, like finally this is out there. Yeah. Um, and spoiler alert, not really. Mm. Uh, Cause we're going to talk about it in the next episode, but in one of these episodes, we have our first is Ali alive or dead moments, which is incredible fixture in this franchise. I am such a sucker for those scenes. I prefer them. Like the flashbacks are so, I don't know that I will talk about it in a set, like later, just the direction she gets in those flashbacks to be just which is really odd. Um, but these scenes, especially the ones between her and Hannah, I, they just have such like a soft spot in my heart for being really tragic and beautiful. Very Lana Del Rey. Like, mm. I don't know. Lana Del Slay. Lana Del Slay. Because like, scenes are great. There's something very like oh, young and beautiful, like very tragic about them that I'm just a sucker for. And yeah, I was very excited to see the first, yeah, our first appearance of this kind of scene. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Um, all right. So we're going to talk first about Episode 11, Moments Later. Moments Later. Let me just get up the Wikipedia. Written by the 12-year-olds, who we love. Of course. Hope they're going I... well. Step. We shout out to our 12-year-olds. We shout out who... to our 12-year-olds. Right. Wikipedia episode descriptions. Okay. So episode 11 was directed by Norman Buckley, written by Joseph Doherty. Okay. And this one. Ooh. This one aired January 3, 2011. Wow. Uh, that might make sense because I guess it was a mid-season. That is, that's really, I guess. So if it aired in like 20, what, January 2010? June 2010, the the pilot aired. But it was made in 2009. Did it air in June 2010? Crazy. In Oh my God, that like messes up my narrative because I thought I started watching it um, like January 2010. Maybe you did. Maybe you're a time wizard. No, I must. I wonder if I started watching it after I finished school. I might have started watching this in January 2011. Oh, my, oh my God. God. She's a liar. I am the prettiest, pretty... littlest liar. So small. I saw like on a Google, I was just like Googling pretty little lies. And you know how on Google there's like questions, like related questions to your search. The first one was, who is the prettiest little liar? And it made, I was like, fuck, guys, don't be rude. Don't be no. rude. Um, anyway, sorry, continue. 
Hannah is now in the hospital and remembers who A is. She tells the girls it was Noel Khan because she saw him write, I see you on the back of Ezra's car while Arya and Ezra were kissing. Ooh. But the girls are starting to question if the person who killed Allison and A are two different people. Meanwhile, Melissa and Ian elope. Also, Lucas admits his feelings for Hannah, but is both angry and heartbroken when she tells him she only likes him as a friend and tells her that she deserves a better boyfriend than Sean. The girls find out that A wrote on Hannah's leg cast, which is, but that's not the correct grammar, 12-year-old who wrote this, I think it's meant to say, which says, sorry for losing my temper, my bad, which could have been anyone who entered Hannah's room while she was asleep. Also, Emily finally has enough courage and comes out to her parents. Yay! Her father accepts it because she's his daughter and he loves her. <laughs> but her mother has a much harder time accepting it. And then there's an A ending. A burns the part of the tree which had the carving of Allison and Ian's names on it. Once again, spectacular work from the 12-year-olds who write these descriptions. We love you. We see you. We support you. We support you. Uh, basically, this episode starts with A running away from the car um, mm. on the Did, night this of is... Emily's, sorry, Hannah's accident. And this just dives right in on Stan, which is the streaming service we're watching it on. Mm-hmm. We stand There's stand. no previously on. We do Stan Stan. There's no previously on. They just dive straight in. I think these two episodes are released maybe back, back to, to back. back. But that makes, but there was a mid-season finale. Like the last one was a mid-season finale, which indicates that there's going to be like cliffhanger. a huge break. That's true, actually. Hmm. But I wonder if Stan was like, we know you're binging. I don't know. I, I, I liked it. I was like, oh, we're straight in. Yeah, absolutely. And I really love when a finale or a cliffhanger in the next episode picks up moments later, which is the yeah. title of the episode. Uh, moments Smart. after, because I love the scene I think this scene of like Ashley Hannah's mum in the car after yeah. she'd had, she has the money. And I was like, Oh yeah, she's still got the money. This is still that night. Yeah. Um, and over. she gets pulled over and it's the police officer saying there's been an accident. Hannah's in the hospital, which I've written here. Um, why not call her? Why follow her as she drives? It's definitely very convenient mm. for the show um, to have a cop pull you over to tell you that. And, like, why do they know that that's her car? Very small town. Yeah. They say that, right? But how small really is Rosewood? How small is Rosewood? Let's talk about it. I will say, because I am, like, the biggest Ashley Marin stan maybe of all time. Mm. Don't know. Fight me about it. Uh, I will say in this moment where she thinks she's about to get pulled over for stealing from an old woman, (laughs) then she is told her daughter has been in an accident. She kind of has nothing on her, like her emotions are nothing. Yeah. Like I think she was going for shocked, but I think could have used a bit more. Um, I feel like it could have been a good emotional moment. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's uh, it's not all we expect from the beloved matriarch of the Marin household, but I don't know. Maybe she's just relieved that he's not. Yeah. Yeah. That's the money. it. That's it. We don't know. Uh, then we go back to the campground where we see Hannah in like a one a, a gurney. Is that what they what mm. it's called? Where they like so. are lifting her 
body that looks very not okay mm. into an ambulance and we see Noel Khan in a hoodie. Just standing there. Just standing there. And the girls see him. They notice him. They're like, what is he doing here? I'm in the corner. And he really is. He's right in the corner. He's just in the corner. Very. He's making himself really obvious. Oh, my God. He's in the corner watching you kiss her. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But it's about Ezra. Wow. He's giving it his all, but he's not the Noel Arya's taking home. He keeps dancing and leaving messages on cars. On his own. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. Um, we find out that Hannah has a broken leg, a broken ankle, uh, I think a bruised, bruised rib. Bruised ribs and might have to have a spleen removed. Which, you know, begs the age-old question. What is a spleen? Why do we need it? Does anyone know? In the last episode, I remember saying, come on. She got like a bonk on the head. <laughs> and now she has like... A whole broken body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She really looks like she's fine when she falls. Yeah. But she's not. Oh, she's so not. Funny. And she might have to have a spleen removed. And also Lucas is at the hospital for two seconds and leaves. Yeah, creepy. What um, the hell? What the hell? There's um, this bit. You go. No, you go. You go. There's this bit where like um, they're to- the three girls, Aria... Emily and Spencer, Aria, Emily and Spencer are waiting outside the room or whatever. And they're talking about, um, they're just talking about like what's happened and how it's scary. Mm. And Emily's like, should we tell the cops? And I'm like, yes, 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 absolutely. You should. I wrote an adult. I wrote down, should we tell the cops? Of course, call an adult, which is what you just said. Isn't that crazy? But also it's crazy. It's not that crazy. It's the name of this party. Um, also, we find out in that time that Emily didn't rat out Toby. Yeah. Which is important. Um, she's like, I, that. W- it wasn't me. She's like, Shaggy, it wasn't me. I, I didn't have sex with someone else like in the song by Shaggy. But mm. in this case, it's not about that. It's about ratting Toby out to the police. 100%. Um, and then... Spencer comes home from the hospital and Melissa's there and they hug and it makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it. Mm. I don't like them being affectionate towards each other because Melissa sucks. And then Ian's there and he stayed the night. With his shirt fully unbuttoned. (laughs) It was really uncomfortable. And then he just does like hockey admin. Yeah. He's He's standing there with his like ass out. Nah, he's standing there with his titties out. Tits out. Being like, by the way, practice is cancelled on Monday, Spence. I'm like, Honey, button up your damn top. Yeah. And then Spencer's like, he stayed the night. And Melissa's answer is something along the lines of like, he's not a stranger. We have history. Like we were together for t- for two years. We had to talk. You had to talk with his boobies out. Yeah. Really? tits full out. His tits where his mouth are. We're not is strangers what? to the titties, Spencer. No, we know all about them. Thanks, ma'am. We know all about them, and so does a tree that's about to be cut down. Whoop. That's something important noting that A cuts down a whole tree. <laughs> How does A have the A equipment, B strength, C uh, storage to take away and yeah. like. The A is multi talented. Tree. I just yeah. said car. It's crazy. Hannah wakes up, mm. and Ashley's like, she's like, Where are my friends? And I was like, 
get, can you call my friends? I need them to come here. And, and she's like, no, 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 you need to rest and takes her phone. What is with these parents taking away their daughter's phones when they are bed bound? What else are they going to fucking do? Give them their phones. Yeah, it's such an interesting. Yeah. I think it is a bit of a decade ago thing of we were on our phones a little less. Like, as in a decade ago, we only used our phones for texting. So I wonder if, mm. whereas now you definitely, like, if you took, I am i can't be without my phone anywhere because it's my everything. It's got everything yeah. on it. Whereas, I don't know, there's a few things in these two episodes that are very a decade ago. But also, I mean, even just think about it. You have been in a coma for like a few hours. You mm. come out of the coma, you want to talk to your friends. And in general, there's nothing to do. There's nothing also, to do in hospital. you want your daughter to text you if she, like, as yeah. in, yeah, Ashley should be like, text me. Or text your friends that you're awake. Or, like, you know, they were just here. Rather than being like, no, you know what? They'll see you when they come back. Wouldn't it be better to be like, yeah, text your friends, tell them you're awake and you're okay. Yeah. It's just, ugh. They me. could have explained it a bit better, either as like self-care of like, I'm just going to take this away for a bit. So you don't have to deal with You need messages. to close your eyes or whatever it is. Or if it was like Ashley going through her daughter's phone. Oop. Neither of these things happened. My only note here was, God, I live for a Marin Girls scene. Mm. And we get some good ones. We do. I just love those two in a scene together. I just, I love it. I eat it up. I eat it. Just like I soup. gobble. I just gobble it up. Mm. Uh, my next note is Emily's parents suck. Emily's parents Doobie suck. They, they do be suck. Be they sucking. suck and fuck each other. Absolutely. You know, they they're do. both very attractive. Mm. And that scene, them on the couch, they're hugging. I'm like, that was, do more. we'll talk about that. Go further. That was a really beautiful scene. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll, 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 that's not here, is it? No, I don't I think, no, I, no, no, I don't think so. But basically, um, they are very conservative and, Super conservative. We know this already, but it's really going to be highlighted in this episode. Ooh, yeah. And this is what I mean of like, this feels really 10 years ago. Mm. Some of, especially Emily's mom. Oh, Pam. I think that's in the next episode. Yeah, there's just some really, really interesting, bizarro stuff to kind of watch in the year 2021, um, which we'll get to. Speaking of mums, my mom's calling me. Put her on the pod. Put her up. Should I? She's seen Pretty Lies. She's seen it all. Got a say, great. I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it. This is crazy. This is hot scoop. Hey, mum. I'm just recording right now with my friend Haley. We're recording a podcast about Pretty Little Liars. Um, oh, what, what about it? Uh, what are your thoughts? You watched the whole thing, didn't you? Can't remember it. It was that long ago. That's how memorable it was. Ooh. Do you remember anything about it? Um. Little lies. Wasn't it about finding who killed some woman that wasn't dead? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Is that the, is that the plot? Yeah, the one with the girl that went missing and her friends keep getting texts yeah. from someone and they don't know who it is. Yeah. What do you want me to say about it? Just your thoughts. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was... I enjoyed watching it. I really did enjoy watching it. Up until the end, it got a bit weird. Yeah. I agree. And Haley's nodding. She agrees. Mm, mm. It's really yeah. accurate review. All right, so great. I, I, I really, really, really enjoyed the first few, uh, there was a couple of 
three seasons, wasn't there? There's seven seasons of the whole show. Oh, seven seasons, whatever there was. I really enjoyed it. I was hooked. And then it started getting weird towards the last two seasons, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. All right, perfect. Yeah. All right. Thanks so for your review. My, my, my opinion. All right. Sorry. Thanks, Mum. Love bye. you. Queen. And a really accurate, truly a really accurate review. Oh, what an That was angel. so cute. She's I so love funny. that she's seen most of it. I also love that she's like, it was really good and then it got weird. I'm like, I would say it's weird. It's, I would it's say it got weird, weird from time. like episode two onwards. My mom is so funny. She's seen so many shows and doesn't remember any of them. She's seen everything. We stand. We got to get her on the pod. We, we just had her on the pod. We well, we did an exclusive. I actually would love to get someone who was a mother on the pod to, hmm. because I think I feel, I think maybe it's why I like Ashley Marin so much is because she's the closest parent to one of the main kids. Hmm. Like her and Hannah have a lot, they're in cahoots about a lot of things. They're kind of embroiled in things together before every other um, kid and parent. And I think I do just see a lot of it through her eyes, even though I don't have a kid. So I'd, I'd love to have a parent on the pod. We should. We'll find them. Any any parents that love PLL, get in on Got this. Got a baby? Got call a baby. Us. Can you call us? Do, 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 do. Got a baby. Can you keep it? <laughs> um, the next thing that happens is big. Okay. Hannah tells the girls, they all rush to the hospital. She tells them all. Noel Khan mm. is A. We have our first A accusation of the show. Important moment. I really liked this scene. Like, I really, I just, I was really happy with it because so much stuff came out in it. Oh, um, the girls Like, I find loved out. having our first accusation. It felt so good. I loved when it had, to, and um, uh, Hannah was so sweet in this scene because she knows about Arya and Ezra, but she kind of was waiting for Arya to say it herself. But yeah. I thought it was such a relief that that was out. And the fact that she wasn't like outing her, but she was also making her be responsible responsible, and be like, you need to, this is your fucked up shit to tell everyone. I'm not, why am I going to be the one to tell everyone? It was absolute nuance. Mm. It was nuance. Um, yeah, I think the whole scene is just a relief. I also love when like, uh, Arya's Arya says uh, we've been seeing each other since before school or something and then Spencer goes since Labor Day <laughs> and I'm like I don't know when that I don't yeah that's so accurate yeah Labor Day man that's so funny and Spencer does say you and a teacher and she's a bit judgy and obviously well there's there's a scene that comes later that makes Spencer's opinion on the whole thing annoying but mm. like and obviously she herself has uh, made out with Older men. Mm. Um, Everyone in this town has. You legally have to. Yeah, it's fucked. Um, fucked. But I do appreciate Spencer being like, you and a teacher? Like, that's fucked. Because it is. This, yeah. If someone said, this was really interesting because I was like, if someone told me at that age, like if we were all in high school and someone told me they were seeing a teacher... And that they thought it was consensual and we all were like, oh my God, like, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I was surprised at how immediately judgy they were, even though now as an adult, I'm like, yes, you should be judgy of Ezra. I don't know. I was just like, I don't know how I would react if I found this out as a teenager. I think. 10 years ago. 
I think I would be because my mum's a teacher and has been most of my life I would immediately put it in that perspective and be like this is so wrong like mm, what mm. is happening here? this is wrong that's good and that's smart. would probably go to my mum and be like hey this is happening I'm not going to tell you with who but this is happening and, I don't and then know your mum would be like you legally have to tell me yeah which is and good then, and then you would yeah then we would have a pedophile fired so yeah, and this is why Noel Khan is terrible, and I'm Team Noel for some times. Anytime Noel is talking to Arya and Ezra, I'm fully Team Noel. Yeah, absolutely, me too. Because I'm like, his intentions are bad, but what he's actually threatening to do is very good. It's moral. It's, it's, moral, it's amorally it's, moral. The way he goes amor- about getting what he wants is amoral, but his intentions are moral. It's like lawful evil or something. Yes. Or chaotic good. I mean, I think, it's one of those. I think he's. Mm, I think it's. I think it's lawful evil for sure. It. I think because he is, and I think in the broader scope, he's evil. Mm. So. Yeah. Um, and him being at the hospital, sus. Also, he gives like flowers and a teddy bear. A whole hamper. Can I say, I do think that hamper would be valued at uh, like over a hundred bucks. Yeah. And we know that his family is very wealthy. So I guess that's that makes true. Sense. I was like, how'd you get this hamper? I don't know. Good. Good for Hannah. She's about to get a hamper. Mm. Good for Hannah. Why do I keep doing good the good for, for you that no one else knows? It doesn't matter because I know you'll back you me up. That? From Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I yes, I'm so sorry that I can't it's, help no, you. No, no, it's fine. You you give the people what they need, which is the Olivia Rodrigo official version. Mm. And next, um, I have written, "Get your shoes off the fucking couch, Pam." Yes, I, I just want to go back because I think there's a scene right before the, or there's a scene before the hospital bit where um, ha- Aria and Ezra. Uh, outside his house looking at the ICU thing Mm. on his car. And I just want to talk about that real quick because I looked up, there is a continuity goof here (gasps) where in... Sorry, sorry, a continuity goof. A continuity goof. It's very goofy and it's a goof. (laughs) There is a continuity goof where in the last episode, in the mid-season finale, it is written in condensation, very Titanic, like in the Titanic when the hand goes on the thing, the window... It's written in the steamy condensation because they're mm. making out and breathing. Mm. Yeah. It's disgusting. Mm, and breath then, so hot. It's breath and it's hot. It's hot breath. And then in this episode, it's like snow. Oh. Wait, when did it snow? That's the, it's like, it's not even dust. It's like in like snow or something. Um, so anyway, that's a continuity goof. And then they're just Ugh. having this full on casual encounter in public on in front of street. everyone looking sus aria wiping the icu note off with her sleeve it's sus as fuck anyway i just wanted to say that then we get the yeah this really cool scene of all them in the hospital where spencer yells since labor day <laughs> i wrote the basket must be expensive yeah. Okay, so now let's talk about this scene with Emily's parents on the couch. Oh, my God. This is – I think I was, like, marveling at it because – um, damn it, I looked up this actor. I think it's, like, Eric Steinberg or something. Um, and – because this is, like, one of their first scenes together mm. when you look at it from, like, an actor's perspective. The chemistry. And it's such a, the chemistry. It's so intimate. He has his hand on, like, 
her neck in a very intimate kind of way. It was pretty sexy. I was like, mm. this is a really beautiful. And he's just kissing. It was a really real scene. Yeah. It seemed like a couple that love each other and have been apart for a long time and now are just like on the couch. And yeah. she keeps trying to get up to do things and he like pulls her back onto the couch and cuddles her. It's very cute. But her shoes are on the yeah. couch. Her and shoes I are on the couch. need to sign a petition. I need to create one for other people to sign to stop these characters putting their fucking shoes Aria on Aria puts her converse on the bed at some point. I didn't write it down. Aria does put her cons on the bed at, right. in one point in these episodes as well, which honestly I think I did as a teenager as well. No. And now I'm like, that makes me sick. I, I will admit I did, that but... I have a pair of inside shoes that I wear inside because I have very flat feet and have to wear shoes all the time. Hee <laughs> hee. Uh, with my orthotics. But when I lie down on the bed, one good benefit of being tall, I purposely... Mm. Hang my feet off the edge. I never, I do that too. never put my sh- fucking sole of my no. shoe on a bed. Crazy. No, no. I wear Uggs in the house, like straight away. I come home and I put on Uggs, like mm. straight away. And I would never put them because I try not to walk outside with them. But there are just like there rare occasions where you go outside with them on. Absolutely. Not like in public. It's not 2003. Sadly. It was a great time. Sadly. Um, but yeah, that scene was very nice and... We have yep. one line that doesn't make any sense to me personally, though, which is mm. they're talking about, you know, what's going on with Emily and Pam, you know, secretly knowing that she and Maya have at least kissed. She doesn't, you know, mm. know the ins and outs of think her daughter's line. She says she's trying to get her husband to talk to Emily about what's going mm. on with her and find out what some if yep. she's okay. And she I says... what line this is. Daughters don't talk to their mothers the way they talk to their fathers. I found this really confusing and I watched this episode twice. Yeah, I yeah, I disagree with that statement completely. <laughs> like What is she trying to say in this statement? I don't, truly don't know. Is it like a daddy's girl thing where like That's yeah, cuz Yeah, is she saying she will be more open with the dad? Like which I mean, in the in in the instance of their family, yeah, maybe because he's been away for so long. So when she's yeah. with him, they have real conversations. And in general, she knows her mum is an uptight little hoe. But yes. I think that statement as a daughter's father's mm. is just not true. It's just not true. I'm personally. definitely. I think I'm now like equally DNM close to both my parents. Um, yes, yeah, but I do think. I at that age I would have I definitely had a more open kind of conversation like me and my mum definitely a lot closer in that way yeah yeah same I think which is nothing about my dad it's just because yeah we were the two girls in the family so yeah yeah I mean I have a sister so she was the number one DNM person but like Mm. it would definitely at that point have been my mum over my dad with that kind of stuff yeah Um, and like in general my dad's a lot more of an emotional, like, talk about our feelings person than my mm. mom. But when you're that age, I don't know. You it's 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 that's just not correct, Pam. I'm the same. I've learned that about my parents too. That my dad's actually like the kind of the more emotional one, and I have more in common with him in terms of anxiety and stuff. Like, uh, oh yeah, me too. And but that's been like a thing in the last few years that we've really kind of clued into. So yeah, I think this was definitely a contextual. She has a really uh, strained relationship with her daughter because Mm. she is controlling and cares too much about what other people think and it's 100% on her. Mm -hmm. That's all. And that's all. She's prejudiced and we won't stand for it. And I guess Emily and her dad, as you said, have a better relationship 
only because he's out so much. So when he comes home, he gets to be the rock star. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, though, he is the better parent. Oh, absolutely. Or, oh, I, well, he's a but he's the better moral parent. I think in the next episode, he has a real kind of it's nice not right, moment. but it's okay moment. Yeah, we have accepted. That I appreciated. Yeah, I like, exactly. I um, next. But yeah, that scene is hot. We have cool. a scene that I fucking hate. Is this the waving the white lapula? Yes. Mona comes Those? in to Ugh. Hannah's. Hannah's hospital room waving a lacy bra saying These as if it's meant to be like a white flag. Bras are like between $500 and $1,000. What? A 16-year-old should not have a La Perla bra. They should have like a two, like a $2 one push-up from Cotton on Body. And maybe a, a good basic t-shirt bra from bras and, and probably things. yeah like if you're lucky a burly t-shirt yeah. bra and if they have been to the u.s or europe or a family member has maybe one victoria's secret item that's that true i forget the, when they yeah, want to victoria's feel smexy secret. smexy you know anyway i was just ugh. and then she makes a comment about she's like can you wear heels i'm like ugh, and then she says so cringe. the worst fucking thing ever which is i almost feel guilty and then hannah's like Oh my god, you have absolutely nothing to feel guilty for. Spoiler alert. Skip ahead 45 seconds if you don't want a spoiler ruined. Yes, she does. Because she is the one that was driving the fucking car. Oh my <laughs> god. I forgot that. I didn't actually I didn't know that. I forgot. Truly. This whole that's, that's this, a gag. What go back and watch this whole scene with that understanding. Oh my god! And you I've already watched it twice, and even then, hell. it was like hard to watch. Every line that Mona says, I mean, it's great writing to know later. You know, it's it's a great job to make us really mm, angry mm. if you know. But and and like foreshadowing of her being like, oh my god, if I hadn't have disinvited you to that party, you wouldn't have been so desperate, and then you wouldn't have been hit by that car. That's uh, crazy. You know what? The worst thing, even worse than that, the worst thing. That Mona does as a friend to Hannah is she puts makeup on her and then Hannah falls asleep and then Hannah goes to sleep with a full face of makeup on. No. Oh, so bad for your skin. <laughs> so bad for the skin. Um, I like the story. I guess yeah, this would be interesting rewatching it with that knowledge. Even though I kind of know that one, Mona's horrible in general, but two, in the greater story, Mona's really horrible. Uh, but I really like the story about hannah vomiting on a trampoline and then bowing and then mona do you think she was telling the truth when she was like that was legitimately like do you think she's legit oh yeah i think she was telling the truth i think i think so i think that's why i liked it It was a one second and especially with the context of watching it for the first time and not knowing you know any of the stuff we will know about Mm. their Mm. relationship about mona about everything i think um it is a nice it make it does make you it, it is endearing a little bit to Mona because you do know that she was bullied and she didn't have that confidence. And yeah. that obviously being friends with Hannah has s- somehow made her into this more confident version of herself. Uh, is the Lucas stuff straight after this? Because that's my next note. Yeah, Lucas. Thing- yeah, she falls asleep with the full face. And then this is where the Lucas storyline and I've called it cute. Like, look, I've called the Hannah Lucas stuff cute. Up until this moment, point. It was cute. But I was like, I do know that this takes a turn. And here's that turn. This is where it takes a turn. Mm. It has, but this is crazy because he comes in. There's so many fake outs. There's so many like creaking, creaking doors and 
but he comes in and kisses her on the head <gasps> and they play like romantic music kind or like guardian angel music and i'm like i don't think so that don't impress no. on me much yeah this is so this is creepy this is fully she's asleep and you're kissing her yeah this isn't a story book this is rosewood and that's this is Rosewood is a storybook as well. <laughs> this isn't a storybook. Rosewood is this a is horror Rosewood. movie. It is. It's an American horror story. Where is Evan Peters though? Oh my god! I wish. Ugh. I was really thinking about Evan Peters because, um, again, in my googling of PLL, I forget that we get fuck Sean Farris. That's his name. Yes. Oh my god. And he was in Sleepover. Oh yeah, he right? was. He He's was. He's like the main hottie. Uh, and what's then his I was name? like, Steve. I'm, Something. Steve something. and But I'm sad that we never got... That made me be like, why didn't we get Evan Peters? I mean, we could have anyway. got the trifecta. Brie Larson also. <laughs> get her in the mix. Get an Oscar winner in get PLL. to PLL. Um, I would just like to say that my housemate Freya, shout out um, to the Lucas Forehead thing, said, don't touch her, really angrily. <laughs> and it was wonderful. Good. <laughs> don't touch her that's so, it i think i had the same thought i was like <gasps> get away from her yeah uh, and then he leaves and i think that's the end of that bizarre scene um next i've written oh no aria is playing the keyboard please don't sing again and thank god she does not thank god she doesn't but <laughs> can i please in detail talk about her outfit yes she's wearing long pleather boots with a heel then she's wearing patterned tights. Like they're not fishnet, they're like, but they're kind of, you know, they're very secretary, very odd. Mm-hmm. Denim shorts, a purple cami, like a camisole, like a singlet top that's very like what you'd wear to bed mm-hmm. or your mum would wear under a, a top. Or it what the Olsen me of, like, twins would mom. wear to a fashion show in like 2001. True. And then a leopard print cardigan and like a leather necklace. There was just a fucking lot going on here. I would like to confess to something. (gasps) Upon seeing that outfit, Freya, once again, shout out, said, wow, the denim shorts with the tights. Remember when people did that? And I said, I have done that recently. Mm. And I don't know if that's bad. I don't know if you should cancel me. I think it's not. But I not, love a shorts I'm, with with tights. I, I like a short with tights. I think it was like. But this is too much. This is different. This is everything. Hat, 400 hats on a hat. Yeah. I was like, I would take. Because I think she's worn shorts with tights before and I don't mind it. But it was like the way the tights were patterned. Mm. And the shorts and the purple cami and the leopard print cardi and the leather necklace. And I was like, let's pick one and make it the statement, babe. Yeah. No no disrespect to people that dress like this, but she, she looks like sh- someone has put her in like a costume shop and thrown a bunch mm. of things at her that don't make sense together. Once again, yeah. costume department, what are you doing? doing because aria i think aria maybe in the next episode wears like a cute i think it's at the party maybe is wearing like a red plaid dress she's very dangerfield like Ooh, an australian she is. brand called dangerfield which i don't know what the american equivalent is um hot topic or is hot that topic no 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 hot topic is is 
adjacent. Hot Topic's probably the closest thing, mm. I'd say, yeah. Yeah, so sometimes Aria really gets it right. And I liked what she wore. This is... Not it. Bananas. And yeah, she's playing a keyboard. <laughs> and this is where I am fully team Noel. <laughs> yes, me Because too. he's like... He wants to put Ezra in jail. And Lock it's crazy that Arya thinks he would keep this secret. Mm-hmm. 1,000%. Um, she confronts him. And I love that Noel's excuse for writing ICU is it was supposed to be a joke, mm. which is the most, like, 16-year-old excuse for doing anything wrong ever. Yeah, it's all of his excuses. <laughs> yeah. He makes that excuse again. What is he, a comedian? Huh. How about you get on stage and do a tight five for us, Noel? Khan. Yeah, Noel. Noel Khan, more like Noel can't. <gasps> and that was my joke. And that's why you're the comedian, honey. Exactly. And he's not. He's not. He's, um, but he is a clown. He's a clown. He's a jester. He's a jester flop. As He's our... a jester flop in the clown He's... square. Yes! Matt Rogers, Matt Lost Rogers, Culturistas. I assume. I, I also assume. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I just wanted to credit it. Um, yeah, we have to, of course. We have to credit it. Uh, but what was I going to say about this? Yeah, so... Because he's really like, what did he do to you? And she's like, no, it's different. Um, so as someone... He's very nefarious, but he was dating her. Mm. Even if he wasn't dating her and he had seen this, there is no way that this would not spread around the school in two minutes. Oh, yeah. It's actually, I guess because he has ulterior motives that he keeps the secret, kind of. Keeps a secret um, with his motives. Can you keep it? He's keeping the secret. But the He's thing keep- is, just the fact that literally he says, what did he, what's he is he making you do this or whatever he says? Yeah. Is very mature and grown up and being like, we can go to the principal together. We stand. That's what I mean. Like, I was like, I know I am not team Noel in the context of the show. I can't remember what he does, but I know it ain't good. Oh, I know. I, I, but I am fully team Noel in these two episodes. Mm. Sorry. Sorry about it. Sorry for being on the side of justice and Soft. the law. And the law, honey. And for being anti-pedophilia. And then my partner, I don't know if this was the next scene, but my next note is quoting my partner that was, Tamman Sursock is always perched somewhere. (laughs) She's always, oh, this is where she's sitting on like a bench and Emily's on the phone. Dale's takes are my favourite part of of this podcast. Um, We don't hear from him, but we know how he feels. But she really is just always perched. Yeah. Um, And is that the writer's way of not knowing how to represent a blind person? Being like, well, she she can't. She's blind. She's not going to go anywhere. She's got to be sitting. She's blind, so you can't hear her. (laughs) Apparently, no one can hear when she enters the Yeah, that's right. Even Even though she has a walking stick. Yeah. Which the whole point of a walking stick is for blind people to be able to feel where they're going and hear if they're banging against also, things. Also, she hasn't been blind for very long, right? Like, she's only been blind for, like, six months or a year. She's, like, she adapts very well. Yeah. Go like, off. 
Good for her. Um, Good I for have her. written. <laughs> Jenna hates Emily and blames yeah. Emily for uh, everything going wrong with Toby. Sending her step boyfriend away. And she's like, I didn't. I promise that I didn't. Um, and then I am excited to say that Emily stands up Hell for yeah. herself. And it's like, I didn't. And also it's like, what you did by forcing your brother to fuck you is disgusting. And I want and you to know says, that's gross. I hope a social worker with a bucket of ice water. I can't remember. I, I just wrote down a social wa- a social worker with a bucket of ice water. That's She says something along the lines of that she wants that to come into contact with Jenna. It's great. <laughs> and it made me laugh. Yes. And then we get the dreams. Is then my next thing is about the dream scene. Yeah, well, dream, reality, do we know? We don't. And it starts with do you miss me? I or did you miss me? I yeah, I'm such a sucker for like I think as Ali in her dreams is much more again tragic. Hmm. Or in these dream scenes she's not like the flashbacks where she's in the flashbacks there's shoehorning in a lot of shit. Every flashback is like Oh, she makes a fat joke to Hannah. She makes a gay joke to Emily, whatever to Aria Mm. and fights with, and it's like really, it's a lot. Um, Whereas these ones are just, I don't know. They have, they're so nice to me. Yeah, and I love that in this scene. So basically, um, if you don't know what we're talking about, Hannah's in hospital and mm. sees Allison walking in a nurse's outfit and is like, oh my God, I'm dreaming. Allison, are you really here? Whatever. And she asks very direct questions, which I love. Mm. We love that Hannah's like, mm. where are mm. you? Are you actually dead? Am I just imagining you? Who did this to you? And Allison says, the four, you, you already know. The four mm. of you combined, like have all the you information. You know more than you think you do. Which is I crazy. Love I love it. Me too. It's so funny because when I'm watching this and yeah, Dale, my partner will kind of come in and out of like the viewing or sometimes he'll be there next to me. And for the most part, yeah, I'm watching it with this like snarky thing. And then this scene, he was like, huh, this is crazy. I'm like, this scene is actually really nice. <laughs> and it's so weird that in these scenes that I'm like, no, no, no. This is actually like really good and really earnest. And important. <laughs> it's like, it's the one bit that I fully take seriously or something. I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know um, if that's like a nostalgic thing because I thought these were really cool when I was younger. I'm not sure. But, they, but I just thought, but yeah, it's a when big she's like, moment. Four of you combined. Because it's the oh, first moment so cool. that you're like, is she dead? Is she alive? Is mm. this real? Is this a dream? What's happening? Um, although it is very creepy and spooky at the same time. Like, But I love I, it. I think that's why I loved them. And like when she, yeah, leaves the red lipstick, I guess it's at the end. I will say, I think, I think it's good when she says, I think when uh, Hannah, I don't know what Hannah asks. I can't, but it's a really important question. And Ali replies with, it won't make any difference, darling. And that like really makes me sad. And I wish the scene stopped there. Yeah. But then she goes on to say, I should really do something thing. about A. And you're like, oh, yes. ooh, she knows about A. And she's saying that yeah. A is not her. Um, also, as always, Ali saying darling makes me want to throw up. I liked it there. Again, no. I don't know what is with me and these scenes. I really only there did it not come out as condescending, but it, I really like felt the connection between Ali and Hannah. It was only there that I was like, Hell yeah, dude. I just don't think anyone should be saying the word darling until they're like 
46 or older, you know? I agree. Yeah. Or if you're in a play, yeah, that's fine. It was very, and I think this is the Lana Del Rey of it all with Ali is she's very acting older than she is and stuff. She's very um, like. Do, 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 do. Why is that? Video my... game. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't at all. Born to Die is the vibe. Actually, she's got a real like Born to Die by Lana Del Rey vibe. We were born to die. I'm gonna be honest. Really don't like Lana Del Rey. No, I think she's her music. I don't have any opinion on her. I ha- I really I don't love like her, her first two albums. I actually am a big Lana Del Rey <gasps> fan. This is the first thing we've ever disagreed about. Have you listened? Have you listened to like, um, I think the, I don't know what the first one was called. If it was just like self-titled, the one with like video games and born to die. And then paradise was really, really good. You, you people listening can't see, but I'm just, I'm doing a face where I'm like, nah, but I, I also nah. get that you would like, I, I also understand it's like bummer music. I get it. Like I, I do like some bummer music though. I just don't want yeah. to hear someone being like, it's extremely well i like her early stuff but it is extremely just like i want an old man to come fuck me on the road like that's all the music is like that's all that's all it is but like when you're when i was like 18 listening to it i was like yeah yeah ezra fitz the old man of my dreams legitimately it is extremely because i think lana del rey kind of started popping off in it was 2013 it was it was Maybe 2011. It was yeah. like 2011 to 2013. I can't remember. And she had a lot of like Lolita content as well around the same time as PLL doing this storyline. And it was just like, yeah, this is a normal thing that we all like listening to and engaging with. And now I'm like, <gasps> on that it. vein, I have written next. Just I hate Ezra and Aria. Nothing They're new. talking so closely in the school. Oh my god! So many times. I don't know how many times we have to tell them to tr- fucking close the door. It's just or just not talk at school. It's anyway. It's oh, Ezra's it. a dumb bitch. Ezra's a dumb bitch. Aria doesn't know what like. She has no idea how how dumb Aria is this begging bitch is. to be caught. With that outfit, I mean, you you wouldn't be able to miss her as well. No, you'd see the purple and you'd see the leopard print, and you'd be like, "There, there she goes." There she, she goes. Also, if I was Arya, I also kind of would want to be caught because I wouldn't know the consequence. Like, I would want people to know that I'm dating the teacher because I like him. Mm. So I think, whereas. Whereas he is like, I will go to jail. Whereas yeah. she's like, I'll get in trouble <laughs> from my parents. I'm like, no, no, no. Like you'll, yeah, you'll get in trouble from your parents. He will go to jail. Yeah. And um, so he should. But I do think she doesn't know why they have to be so secretive. I think she doesn't fully understand the way to crazy the because she's meant to be very smart. But she's also young and dumb. Stinky. And doesn't understand. And other, she doesn't understand that she's in a uh, abusive power dynamic. Yeah, she's being groomed. And that's kind of what I mean by like she's young. Yeah. And that's yeah. like the one thing I feel like at that time you couldn't control is that Arya just doesn't get it. Yeah, that's very true. Even if like we sat down and told her, explained it, she wouldn't understand it probably because I don't think I would have at the time. That's true. <gasps> School me, bitch. This episode is where I learned about what tapioca was. Oh, I just wrote tapioca pudding is yuck, Hannah. 
No. I remember like when I first watched this and I was like, tapioca. They said butterscotch. Yeah. Butterscotch was an option. Can I, I just tell you, I would have butterscotch. And after re- seeing this scene, Freya and I were sitting there last night watching it. I paused it and said, why would you choose tapioca? Mm. I hate bubble tea. I hate the bubbles. I hate that. That's stupid. Butterscotch is an option. And then I was like, I want a sticky date pudding now. And then oh. because of this, we ordered sticky date puddings. <gasps> was it good? With some butterscotch sauce and it was fucking great. So at least I'd sticky like to say date. thank you to this scene for that. Yeah. Sticky date fucking rocks. Mm. What were the flavors? Tapioca, butterscotch and vanilla? I think so. Yeah. There was no chocolate. No, I remember. Yes, distinctly. Because cho- you would choose chocolate, obviously, if that was an option. Of the pudding oh, yeah. ranges. I, I was like, what else do I have in this scene? Oh, right. This is where Lucas turns into an incel. That's yeah. right. He um, gets very butthurt and is fully kiss- like, wow, you don't love me. Therefore, I hate you. And kissing a sleeping woman is not, it's not it. No. It's just not. Because he's like, yeah, I was kissed. I think I did it because if you were awake and you, or like if you woke up and you didn't care, that's a good sign. I'm like, it's not, honey. That's, no, you can't kiss a sleeping woman. I know it's like on the head, but let's just sleeping go in women and visiting sleep. hours. Visiting hours, honey. Yeah. Come on. Come on, honey. Absolutely. Um, oh, and it's not up. I just wrote also, Lucas, it's not up to you to decide if Hannah deserves a better boyfriend. Oof. Because he says that, and I'm like, we all look like we all hate Sean. Yeah, he's oh. stupid. Yeah, we all, we all get that. And. Had you asked me a few episodes ago, sure, I do think you'd be a better boyfriend, but that's actually not your choice. Exactly. And Hannah thinks you're a friend and you need to, whatever, be her friend. Exactly. It's two-way street, bitch. But yeah, he's an incel now, so that's that's cool. That sucks. Um, the next scene is a big one. Emily's dad is trying to chat with her and protect her saying if something's going on just tell me is this about Allison is this about Noel Khan not Noel Khan sorry is this about Toby like what's happening and then she comes out to her dad this is a great scene Mm. this is a really really good scene her dad Eric Steinberg is a great actor I was like I couldn't watch this without looking at all the choices he makes like he kind of he really plays in this space he's just having a ball I think him and is it Nia Peoples that plays? Yeah. Like, that's a really... Um, <coughs> Emily's mum is a really tough character to play. Yeah, and we stand the actress, but we hate And Pam. Nia Peoples, like, eats it up. I do think these... Two, I think Emily's parents are the best parent actors in the show. Mm. Agreed. Uh, because they, they do kind of elicit the most emotions out of me, especially, like, Emily's mum is... But yeah, he just eats this scene. I love the line because they're talking about um, Emily. Emily's like, I'm different. He's like, I have your picture in my wallet. And she's like, I'm not that girl. He's like, it's the same girl. We just need a new picture. And I was like, this is really beautiful. There's been some good lines in this episode. Yeah. The writing team. And also, I think the scenes are slower. Yes, I think so. I think things changed. Because it's not exposition, exposition, exposition. Yeah. We're getting more emotion. And Emily comes out and it's just, it's lovely. It's, it's a relief. Again, a lot of relief moments in this episode. It's lovely. Um, and then the next scene we have, Arya and Spencer are walking to the tree that had Ian and Ali's names mm. carved in it. Spencer's like, I'll show you, show you the tree. And on the way there, they're talking about Mr. Fitz and Spencer is too into it. 
Spencer is way too into. At first, she's like, "It's gross," and then she's like, "Oh, it sounds so. I, 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 I I'm sorry. I want to be judgy, but it sounds so hot." The line is, "Part of me thinks this is self-destructive behavior, but the other, the other part of me thinks it's really hot." I actually wrote that it's a great Spencer line. It is a great Spencer line, but also it makes me angry because it's like you be just be the moral high ground for once. But also, I know. Obviously, she thinks it's hot. She's a horny little bitch. Spencer is, I think, the horniest, mm. and it makes sense because she does have a lot of. Um, all of her kind of relationships are very, they're like hot because they are. It's like her Spence, uh, her sisters, or her sister's boyfriends, the guy that works at the tennis court. It's never just an equal. <laughs> it's always kind of this like set up for a pawn. Yeah, that's really I would say, true. Which I think is also very teenage girl. Like, I think I always had a crush on my friend's brothers Ooh. or my brother's friends. Like, because I think it is kind of this enticing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it I makes think... sense to me that she thinks it's hot. And I think she wish she'd get to there. I wish, I think she would have a try to go for Mr. Fitz herself. I think it's also a thing for her. She's so smart and so driven that she's like, I need to let off some steam. You yeah, know? well, for sure. Go off, horn dog. Go off, horn dog. Anyway, so I actually really like that line. I do like the line, felt, but I also wish that she could just be like, "This is bad," you know. We wish someone that's not Noel Khan could tell Arya what's going on is not okay. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Unfortunately, we're gonna. This is a seven season long <laughs> plot line. <laughs> Yeah, it's not ending anytime soon. So many li- if listeners to this might be like, these girls need to get over it. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> but we can't. Not. Sorry. We're not going to get over it. And we're in for a really long journey. And we stand you being And we're here. excited. Um, also, we find that the tree is gone. A has cut the down tree is gone. the carving tree. A has cut down tree. a tree. Crazy. A is an arborist, apparently. Mm. A for arborist. <gasps> we cracked the code. Oh my god! Wow, that would be a fun joke that I think Spencer could make. It's like, what does A stand for? Arborist? Yeah, that would. And and then one of the other girls would be like, "What's an arborist?" You know? Yeah, it'd be a good bit for Hannah to be like, "Eh, huh? <gasps> she does sound like that." <gasps> um, now we have. Emily overhearing her parents fighting about the fact that she's gay, which is horrible. And Pam is blaming Maya for it, which is Mm. just crazy. And she says the phrase, how are we going to fix this? Which makes me so sad. And then, and again, this is where the writing is really nice because her dad's like, this isn't braces. Like we can't, Mm. this is who she is. And I think, yeah, I assume her dad is quite a realistic portrayal of a lot of conservative parents that love their kids more than their val like in bunny quotes like values Mm. um because he is kind of like i'm i'm still uncomfortable with this but she's our kid whereas pam is like it doesn't matter it's still not okay this whole scene they are eating the scene they are acting up a storm you know who's not though emily on the stairs no, it was, it felt very, it was cutting to a 24 year old woman sitting on the stairs. Acting poorly. And then back to the scene, and I'm like, oh my God, this is like, this is Emmy. This is Emmy award winning. This is amazing. And then there's Shay Mitchell. Um, so funny. We love, 
We do love. Um, then Hannah finds out she has an A message on her cast. We go to the hospital and she has like, I, I might have jumped. That's just my next note. Yeah, yeah, you did a bit. Um, one one big thing happens in between here and there, which is Ian and Melissa have eloped and gotten oh, married. Yes. I didn't even write that down because um, I don't care. Yeah, nah, it's worth it's worth knowing. It's worth knowing. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and then we also see Noel watching Ezra in the hallway, which is a creepy moment. Um, yes, and then the girls finally are like, oh wait. Ali's killer and A might be two different people. What mm. does it mean? And then we get to the message from A on the cast. And it says, sorry about losing my temper. My bad. Love, A. And then Hannah's like, get it off me. And I'm like, keep it. It's evidence. Take it to the police. You guys need to keep evidence and call an adult. Yes. Call an adult. And then is that and then the final scene we have The tree being burned. The burning log. <laughs> the BL. I loved that. I like I really like this A scene. It's yeah. better than the next one we get, Whoosh. that's for sure. Um, I I liked this one. It was it was cute, it was fun, it was camp. It was camp. Who is the hottest adult of the episode? It's time for our segments. Um, I think Emily's dad yes. touching his wife's neck. Yes. He has like a power. I will. I also. Emily's dad, one, for that he's hot. Mm. Two, that he's horned up because he's been in the war and he's touching his lady's neck. And I'm like. Oh. And three, while he is not a shining example of what you can do for your queer kid, I did appreciate his kind of it's not right but it's okay vibe of like I'm gonna I have to get over my own shit because my daughter is more important yeah and he's I think I I don't know if it's in this episode or the next one he says something along the lines of like after the stuff that I've seen out there yeah our daughter is alive and healthy and that's what matters the most when you know she could be exploding in the war like I've seen I like that I think so I think that was a good justification I think it's in the next one these two episodes work really well together but they also because they explore a lot of the same themes Mm -hmm. I think it's a big one for Emily and her parents and I also get confused about what happened yeah Um, so we both agree that Emily's dad is hot yep small yikes of the episode Mine is um, uh, Lucas being really butthurt yeah. and becoming an incel. Becoming an incel. Mine is that and also Emily's mom. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For being like who made or like Maya made her this way. And I'm like, baby, I was born this way. Yeah. Who deserves to get a buttercream from Daddy Hastings? Who deserves a little treat? I think Noel should get a little treat <gasps> for... Trying to call yes. an adult. That is such a good answer. That's really good. Um, yeah. I agree. I actually, I really, really agree with that. Thank you. Not in the greater context. No, 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 no. Just this episode. But in this moment. Trying to get Arya to go to the principal, saying he'll do it with her. A wonderful move. Also, he's gorgeous. Yeah, his teeth scare me. They're so his white. His teeth really scare me. He looks like a dog in a hot way, like a, like a dog yeah, with sharp yeah. teeth. I'm not saying I, I think dogs are hot. I'm saying like no. he's hot, but he has canine teeth. Mm, I agree. 
Um, I think I'll give, I, I do agree with that. So I'm going to jump on board. Um, but also I wrote that I would give it to Allison for once. Cause I have a lovely scene from her and also cause she's probably hungry. <laughs> Captured up or wherever she is or dead, whatever's happening with her. She's probably hungry. I'm going to give her the buttercream, but mainly cause this is like the one of a, a scene that I was like, I like Ali. Yeah. Yeah. Who should wait for crazy bread? Lucas. Yeah, Lucas. I mean, I think I should change my answer to small yikes being Pam. I do agree. That's that's much worse. They're a bit interchangeable. Like yeah. they're both yikes, yikes, yikes. I do want to actually say I want to give my I want I want to I want to say that Ashley Marin should wait for crazy bread for taking her daughter's phone away. She's in hospital. She's that's bored. True. Let her have her phone, ma'am. Yes. No, I agree. Sorry. Just because she's hot doesn't mean she gets away with not having to wait for crazy bread. That's true. We have to have some boundaries with Ashley Marin. Not too many. No, no. But we have to have some. Um, All right. Should we... I don't have any trivia for this one, by the way. There was no trivia on IMDb and it broke my heart. The only thing was that continuity goof. That's a big goof, though. It was a big goof. And I think there's another continuity goof in the next one, which is fun. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Goof. Let's take a break and come back for the next episode, Salt Meets Wound. Woo! Okay, we're now going to talk about episode 12, Salt Meets Wound. What are the 12-year-olds saying, Ash? The 12-year-olds are saying that Norman Buckley also directed this episode, but this one was written by Oliver Goldstick, and it was released on January 10, 2011. Norman Buckley was recently a guest on the OC podcast. Um, and he is a delight. He is a true delight, a lovely, lovely man. Uh, and um, I hope that kind of how lovely these episodes were, he is a queer man as well. And I think I wonder if like he was just such a perfect choice for these apps um, because there's just a quality jump. There is a true, yeah. there's like, it, there's a jump in quality that's really, really good. Um, we yeah. stand. Um, I, I really do stand Norman Buckley. I'm very happy to. Team Norm. And this episode has a cool music moment. The oh. thing that I have been waiting for for a long time. It's important. We get a cool music moment that I'll talk about when we get there. I can't wait. All right. The 12-year-olds have written this. Yeah. Hannah mends in a wheelchair upon her release from the hospital and Mona throws a surprise party for her. At the end of the party, Ashley and Hannah realise someone has stolen the bank loan in the lasagna box, which that's a sentence. Meanwhile, (laughs) Arya is struggling to tell Ezra that Noel knows about their relationship. Spencer's romance with Alex hits a snag and Emily invites Maya to dinner with her family. Surprises haunt the liars as A continues the game. It is also revealed that Lucas destroyed Allison's memorial and Jenna was the one who told the police where Toby was. And there's an A ending where A puts $100 bills in a clown piggy bank. That was a bad A ending. Yeah, We'll get there. Also, the, the, the beginning of weird clown moments in the show that I hate. 
Yes. When do we get our first doll? Oh, God. Or have we had a doll yet? I I'm mean, not sure. Hannah, in that last episode, Hannah turned the bear. There was like a bear looking at her that she turned around. And I was like, good. Very PLL. There's um, probably a camera in that bear. So good thinking. I think so. I was like, we're not past. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I think this scene opens on, yeah, Hannah coming home. She's coming home. Coming yes, she's home. with the girls and then she finds a stash of money in the lasagna box, which I think is a really funny joke because <laughs> I think Ashley makes the joke of, because I'm like, why would you put it? Because she thinks that Hannah's never going to cook the lasagna. They don't eat carbs. Exactly. And also they don't eat carbs as a family. Exactly. So it makes And I think sense. she makes that joke. And I'm like, this family famously doesn't eat carbs. And it's toxic, but it's very funny for this it's, moment. It's kind of just some of the better character development. <laughs> yes. The, the men in the show, once again, have hobbies and the women don't eat. They don't eat cards, That's especially it. the Marin household. There's one moment at the very beginning of this episode, which I love, which is, um, as we know, at the end of the last episode, Hannah's like, oh, my God, get rid of it. Get rid of the A message on my cast. Oh, my God. Oh, they were yes. here. And yes. they put a sticker on top. And I can't remember what the one that they choose is, but. Humpty Dumpty was pushed, I think. Yeah. <laughs> which Wasn't is it? Something like that. Yeah, which is funny because she's broken her bone. Um, <laughs> and Spencer says. She, and they make a comment about the Humpty Dumpty sticker and Spencer says the other option was Jesus is coming, look busy. And I thought that was so funny and I kind of wish they had gone with that one. Me too. Sorry. Me too. Uh, but Humpty Dumpty was pushed is great. I think I wish I, I think it would be funny if it was a honk if you're horny sticker. Yes. Because they all are. Just get a Sharpie. Yeah. I guess that's sus. I don't know. Then we get an A text, which is when Hannah finds the money that her mother has hidden. She gets a text that says, like mummy, like daughter. Can you run from the cow on those legs? What? It was like, can you run with the... Yeah, that's... I. Can you run from the cow on those legs is what it looks like I've written, which makes no sense. Can, can you, you run, run from, from the law? The wow. law. I've written the, the cow. law. And it really does look like I've written cow. Well, <laughs> you never know. You don't know. With my handwriting, now. you never know. You don't know. And this is where I think now when I watch this, I do have to suspend my disbelief about when the A texts come through because they're extremely high surveillance. And it kind of made me wonder that, you know, how A is always watching. Mm, of course. How do these girls masturbate how do these girls do a massive shit how do these girls have a moment to themselves being embarrassing when they're constantly surveilled well i mean my guess is in terms of masturbation they must be so terrified since this has began to happen that they're probably not horned up although except except for spencer obviously who is well when they're horny they're getting it somewhere else maybe that's except for hannah maybe but that's the thing hannah historically has been horny and as simple plans 2004 album still not getting any so what so you're right that's a great question it was just like a thing of because i think when you're that age there's like it's i don't know I think even when I did it at that age, it still felt like I was being watched because it was felt so like, oh, yeah, like, uh, you know, maybe TMI, but, like, but also don't care. I never did it successfully till I was about 17, 18. I like, I didn't know, yeah. I didn't know how to do it. 
No, I think that's completely relatable. I relate to that. I think, and that's what I mean of like, how do these girls do that? And they, I don't know. It was just something that crossed my mind of like, man, how would you? We're just yeah, doing embarrassing ever-present being. Yeah, I mean, well, Emily does embarrassing shit all the time, such as acting poorly, (laughs) such as existing, such as wearing a scarf and then having everyone ask about the scarf all the time. Where's the scarf? Where's the scarf? We want the scarf. I watch a show um, for the scarf. We My watch the character, show for You know what? Just like New York City is a character in a lot of shows, the scarf is a character in this show. Absolutely. 100%. And I've been missing that scarf ever since it went away. Exactly. The Fields, I don't know what happens next, but my next thing is about the Fields family eating every meal at a table. I mean... I can get on board with that. My family was very much a table family up until for breakfast. We all finished school, and now it's like strictly couch. It's bizarre when we're all together. Um, but that's maybe because there's a little baby running around. Um, mm. breakfast. Yeah, when I was little, breakfast was oh, actually at my old house. It was a be- we had like a like an island bench. Uh, yeah, situation. I ate breakfast at a bench, and if someone was standing there doing something else we'd talk but like they're having a full cooked breakfast before school i would have my breakfast at the table in the 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 house that i my parents now live in um that's great to me i'm like that's so great and so organized we just did not have that life well it wasn't like a everyone sit down and eat together type thing yeah it it was was like i'm gonna sit and eat while i'm eating and then get up and continue with my life Yes, whereas this is like a fully, as I said, a full cooked brekkie. That's true. Which might be because dad's home. Yeah, it's special. It's but special. they're very formal. They're a very formal house. Um, I really, really want to talk about Spencer's outfit. Um, the 20s hat. Holy shit, the hat, everything. She's wearing like a I waist, a petticoat, existed. waistcoat thing. She's kissing Alex in the car. She's horned up as always. We stand. But I... Is this Winning London, the American Nationally movie from 2001, where they all of a sudden are dressing yes. like it's the 20s? What is happening? It, I hate the, the outfit so much. Dale, I think this is where we get a, we get a Daleism. Finally. Because I think, I don't know if it was this one or in the other one where Mona is wearing a, like a kind of a thick lace top or something. He was like, why is everyone wearing doilies? <laughs> And I was like, these are really in at the time. I think I had something like this. He's like, I don't remember this. He's like, I don't remember you at that age, even though we didn't yeah. know each other then. <laughs> He's like, everyone's wearing doilies. That's and I'm so like, funny. Ah, it's true. Oh, my God. And then I wrote, yeah, actually, I've written doily was very in at this point. It was That's doily right. season. It was doily season. Um, Spencer's mom's Bluetooth. I wrote Veronica Hastings Bluetooth goddess. <gasps> I wish her hair. So her hair in this scene is like. She's got half of it like kind of pinned back in a nice way. Mm. And then the other half, the other side of her face, it's all like out and nice. But they should have put the Bluetooth on like the pinned side. Mm, Exactly. And it's like a really, it's like a really visible Bluetooth. It's white. It's not like it's. I thought it was a piece of tape. (laughs) For what, in in my first viewing, I thought she had like tape. Like an extension. She'd just been like, playing netball and they needed to tape her piercings <laughs> down so that yes. she wouldn't get hooked out with someone running past her. I was so confused. That's so funny. Um, next we but find out. she's got out, a Bluetooth and a phone because she's busy. Yeah, okay, exactly. Yes, she's got two, two modes of communication because she's on the go. 
Um, and then next we find out that Toby is out on bail. Ooh. Ooh. And then we have the joke, the actual first joke in this series. And it is um, Emily talking about her parents behaving weirdly now that she's come out to them. And Haley, would you like to tell everyone the joke? Yes. I didn't write down all of it, but it's something along the lines of like, yeah, they've been acting really weird, like speaking, like whatever, whispering to each other, closing doors, changing the channel when Ellen comes on. <laughs> Which is so funny and also topical because now I think people change the channel. The ch- now people yeah. change the channel when Ellen comes on because she cancelled. It's evergreen. Um, it's an evergreen joke. I think what was so fascinating... Also, right before this, Maya is like, what, are my jeans too butch? And I'm like, it's jeans, no bitch. one in this show is butch. <laughs> but I like it. Absolutely no. Um, but yeah, this joke about, like, it's such a good joke. And it made me think, but Emily just kind of, it's not a joke. Like, the way Emily says it, it to me, it's like the writers made a joke and Shay Mitchell did not make a joke. No. Like, if you gave this to Adam Brody in the OC, it would become, like, one of the most famous lines in the OC. Oh, yeah. Even if just if Spencer said this, it would be funny. If you gave it to Blair Waldorf. Said this, yeah, Spencer, it would be funny. I also thought Spencer or Hannah mm. would, this would be, like, a really funny line. Yeah. Whereas I heard it and I'm like, that's really funny. I'm not laughing because no. it wasn't delivered as a joke. No, because the acting is, say it with me, bad. It's bad. I didn't say it with you, but I, I was delayed and I agree. It's bad. But it just made me realize we don't get jokes in this show. No, and it's the one thing that the writing is lacking. I mean, there's so many more things. Who am I kidding? But it would be fun to have some straight up hoot hollering ha-has in here. I agree. I think this was like, it was such, it was nice to have like the pop culture reference as well. Mm. It was cra- it was so weird to hear a joke in the show. Yeah, yeah. So weird. It took to me, me out of it in a way that I don't know if it's yeah. good or bad. No, me too. Because I like paused and talked about it. Yeah. I like paused the thing and was like, I want to talk about this joke. <laughs> it's joke time. Joke break. You can talk about it. Um, then Ezra, for the first time, says something he should say every time he has a conversation with Arya, which is, "Let's talk about this somewhere else." We are episode 12. We are 12 episodes in, Ezra. You are a dingus. You're a dumb bitch. You're a dumb cunt. You're a dumb cunt. Mm. Honestly. Shit cunt. He is a shit cunt. Sorry, but he is. Sorry to him for offending him, but also he offended me by being a pedophile, so. Sorry. Um, And then Mona is having a party for Hannah which just logistically what are you doing your friend cannot walk they're in a wheelchair why would you invite people to the house it's crazy it's stupid it's toxic yeah Mona's crazy never throw a party against someone like I don't know this it sucks man and then so much happens at this party I hate Mona we hate Mona I regret anything (laughs) nice I've ever said you said she was cunty in a good way Never forget. Yeah. And now, no. And then we have iconic, scary, chaotic, evil Noel. Yes. Saying or threatening Ezra that if he doesn't make his grade better, he's going to tell everyone about the 
affair he's having with Arya. Honestly, still team no. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, this is, I mean, I guess nothing is the best thing he can do in, in Ezra's point of view, but like, this is honestly one of the easier things. Um, There's one of the better things Noel is kind of asking for. It's like, give me an A. Give me an A. Give me an A. Break me off a piece of that A, A, A. Young man can throw you in prison, Ezra. Just give him the A. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Um, The fact that uh, Jenna hears also, Jenna overhears Arya and Ezra having a conversation and is like, sorry to interrupt and clearly has caught wind of the the happenings, which is dramatic. She is too. everywhere and, and nowhere. nowhere. And she's always perched. She's perched and poised. No one can hear. She's like a cat. Yeah, she is. Then we have the dinner with Emily's family and Maya. And the way that they've written Maya's family as hippies is so silly. It's camp. It's It is camp. It's so silly. They're like, they met at an anti-nuking rally. <laughs> also, Emily fucked up not knowing Maya's allergies. Yeah, her mom straight out partner is her. allergic to shellfish is crazy. I guess it might not come up for like teenagers, but I'm like, you fucked up. I feel like as a teenager, when you're like in a budding romance, that's one of the first things you talk about. It's like, oh my God, I'm allergic to this food. Yeah. Am I wrong? I feel like that's absolutely a cornerstone of young love is allergies. I assume so. I assume so. Uh, so I felt that was the one moment in this whole episode, maybe in the whole series, that I really felt for Pam. <laughs> she cooked she a meal like, when her fucking daughter didn't do her research. She was like, you have brought shame on this house and this is the most shameful thing you've ever done. And I would agree. I would agree, yeah. I would agree. Um, unfortunately, that is not the thing Pam is most ashamed of. Um, Pam Fields is offended by everything. It's crazy. She's offended by the fact that um, Maya's mom has like a tattoo of a ring on her finger. That they had her out of wedlock. It's cr- like she is really uptight. Mm. And bonkers. dare I say, tight. Physically, her arms are incredible. Mm. Okay. Her arms are amazing. Like, Nia Peoples is gorgeous. Nia Peoples, I couldn't think of a joke. And that's sad. I'm the I'm the jester flop in the clown square on this one. We're all having a peep at Nia Peoples. Arms. Correct. That was arms. That was good. <laughs> uh, no, she, and she's a great actor. Like, she's a great actor, as we said. Like, she... Frustrates the fuck out of me, uh, but yeah. she is a great actor. I want to talk about the feet. <laughs> I want to talk about the feet. All right. When I think um, Pam gets offended by, I think, the ring thing, and she's like, I'm going to go get something. And then she, like, turns around and sees not just the feet delicately touching, but the feet are fully just slapping, like slapping <laughs> around. Emily and Maya's feet. Emily Meyer's feet, sorry. Um, sorry, worth note, yeah. The Under the feet. table. Just chaotically slapping around. <laughs> and I thought it was very funny. First game of footsies, obviously. These girls have never delicately stroked a toe. No, it was a, a game. It was competitive. Yeah. It was a competitive game. They were high five and feet. And maybe that's why Pam was offended. 
She was like, it's maybe too she's aggressive. Got a homophobe. <laughs> she's a foot phobe. She's a foot phobe, honestly. Or maybe she's got a foot fetish and it made her, she's got like internalized shame. Oh my God. Mm? Maybe. Maybe that's why she had her shoes on on the couch. <gasps> that's why she's so uptight. Because mm. she's ashamed of her foot fetish, which I think a foot fetish is one of the most kind of talked about popularized yeah fetishes yeah everyone knows about wiki feet we all know about it mm. i hate it the idea of <laughs> if i ever if i was ever famous i would never wear a sandal you wouldn't catch me slipping in a sandal no nah. the world is not allowed to see my feet yeah uh they're I, not ready they're not ready. ready they're not primed you got to work them out first you got to get whenever them ready. summer comes along and there's like slides i could wear i'm like oh no one better look at my feet too much um i, I got ugly feet but um, also, I mostly have to wear shoes that are closed. So I guess that works in my and That's a favor. blessing. When Pam goes to the pantry to cry, <laughs> and she's grabbing because she's hey, crying because she has there. a foot fetish. Um, she's crying because she just can't handle this dinner because she's homophobic. Um, she's like grabbing all these tomatoes. And I thought she was going to put like shellfish in there, but she just has a big old cry. I thought she was going to throw something. Personally. Oh, oh. Or like slam I something. You, or... I bet you Nia Peoples, the fabulous actor, wanted to do that. Mm. And they were like, don't break the set, Nia. And she was like, yeah. my process. Don't do it. I, was, I also just want to say, it's not a mum scene if they're not crying in a pantry. Correct. I have a mum and she's definitely cried in the pantry before. So that's what makes you a mother. It's not giving birth. It's not raising a child. It's that. You got to cry in the pantry. Unfortunately, like our pantry was like a really nice big one, but it was like a cupboard. So mum could never cry in there. She could open it up and cry towards it, you know? My mum wasn't a big crier. She would just have like a giant outburst once every few years that was just like terrifying. You were like, Yeah, oh, that's no. my mum too. Yeah, it's like you've really fucked up. Mm. She'll cry in movies though. She cries in movies. I'm actually kind of, I think I'm the same though, which is I scary. now cry in everything. I now cry at anyone else's uh, emotional or like life issues. Anything oh, happening to anyone around me makes yeah. me cry. My own shit. I'm like, oh, well, you know what? I guess we soldier on, you dumb bitch. I cry a lot of tears of joy now. Me too. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's become, that's a big. I cry when my nephew thing. does anything. <laughs> so cute. Back to the show. After that yeah. family sidebar that we've given you all, a little sneak peek into our lives. You're welcome. We have a flashback and we hear it's, it's another party at Hannah's house, but from the past. And we hear this girl very badly acting, saying, that's it, Noel. It's over. And it's really funny. Okay. I have an essay about this. Go. Before we get there, this is the music moment I'm talking about. <gasps> so yeah, we, I think we cut to like Hannah's house, yeah. as you say. Like two then, years before, maybe. Oh no. So this is just, I think right before that flashback, we cut to the party. Mm. Like And Noel's Hannah's in slow-mo. Everyone... Everyone bursts in and like Noel enters and it, again, it just felt like this really great OC moment. Like it was kind of menacing because Noel is there and everyone's happy, but Hannah's like, what the fuck? I do think they could have given Ashley Benson as Hannah a little bit more direction in this scene because she kind of looks like Dale was like, oh, does she have a crush on this guy? I'm like, no, she thinks uh, he ran her over. <laughs> She's meant to look shocked, I think. She's usually so, yeah, yeah, the Marin girls in these two episodes. Um, but that was the music moment. And then we get to, yes, there's a flashback. 
the most insane flashback in the whole series of a girl sitting on Noel's lap and out of, I guess, looks at her phone and goes, that's it, Noel. We're over. Uh." (laughs) And I rewound it. Yeah, me too. I watched it again. It's bizarre. It's like a child reading off a page and saying words. You know? It was as if there wasn't another ac- actor they could have gotten. It's... Yeah. Was it a runner on set? Maybe. Maybe someone had an injury and she had to fill in. It was really... I know this show is not a it's not a beacon of high art. I don't know about that. And I know... Uh, I agree. So I've heard the plug, baby. And, like, you know, we have Shay Mitchell figuring... <laughs> Learning how to act on this show, it kind of seems. Thousand percent. This ex, this actor, this was crazy to me. She's not meant to be there. She's in the wrong field if she's getting hired. And I wouldn't change a thing about this. No, it's necessary. It is necessary. And then we realize that what the girl, like Ali broke them up and she's like, what's with the tood, guys? (laughs) She says that. Tood. It's so funny. Um, and then she says the phrase, I only kill when we need food. Yeah. Or when I'm bored. Talking about that apparently because Ariel liked Noel, she broke Noel and this mm. lap girl up for Ariel. It's, like, it's, just, it's just so stupid. That's Yeah, that bit was really interesting when she said that thing about I only kill when we need food. I'm like, what the f- Fuck. Crazy, I love it. man. You can't bitch. Um, and Lucas is being oh, an incel. Lucas is like drinking sangria. Go off, King. And it made me want sangria. I want sangria. Maybe we should make sangria. I want to talk about the concealer that is used in some of these episodes when people have pimples. I think it happened to Ashley Benson in the early episode. Um, and then Sean has, I think, like a blemish on his face, which is like, we all do. And they put on like so much concealer that it's gray. <laughs> and it just distracted me. It looked like a prosthetic. I was like, let him have a pimple. He's a teen. I don't. Anyway, I, don't. I yeah, just want I to agree. talk about the concealer stuff. Ew. I didn't that's notice all... it. I'm so sorry. No, that's good. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, sense. I don't know. I was just like. This is bad. I agree. It is bad. And then my next note is about Noel. So <laughs> yes. I about my next Noel is in capitals. Noel is manipulative. <laughs> Mine is, I'm still oddly, <laughs> I'm still oddly team Noel. Not odd. For gaslighting Aria and framing Mr. Fitz. <laughs> Good. Kill it's Ezra Fitz. Death to all of them. Death. To them all. Um, to all of them. Yeah, it's this is kind of fucked. <laughs> but if it's about framing Mr. Fitz, then I am all for it. And I can't believe that's where I'm at. Can you explain what happens? Because I actually forget all I wrote down is Noel is oh. manipulative. Yes. So Aria comes up to Noel at the party and she's like, you didn't keep our promise. I'm like, honey, <laughs> like, yeah, he gets nothing out of this deal. He lost a girlfriend and now he has to keep a secret that you are like that mm. a teacher is committing a crime. He 
doesn't owe you anything to be honest no. uh, but anyway he yeah she's like you broke our promise because apparently I think Ezra told Arya about how Noel blackmailed him to get a better grade and then Noel is like I don't know what you're talking about I asked him to look over my essay that's right that's right so it is gaslighting and it is framing Mr. Fitz and I'm all for it only because it's framing Mr. Fitz mm. the next scene that we have is we see Toby under house arrest and his hair has gotten bad. It looks like a Lego helmet hair thing. I noticed that too. I was like, this is so... He's a haircut. Honestly, very 2008. Mm, Like they've gone back in time. It's just like mm. someone who wants the Troy Bolton cut, but they don't have Mm. the textured hair for it. It's very that. He's always on a stoop. Stoop kid. He and Jenna, always perching. They're always perched and... He has a digital watch from the 90s around his ankle. <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> it's meant to be like his house arrest ankle yeah, monitor. House arrest, Is it really just like, a digital watch? I, don't, I have to rewatch it, honestly. I watched it twice and each time I was like, it reminded me of like a watch my dad had That's that so you can funny. swim with. Oh my god! Of course, your dad, and and of course, if you didn't already know, everyone, Haley's dad swims a K in the ocean every day. Forget He's about a swim it. King. He, he is. is a swim king. He is. Can I also say about Toby at this point in the show? I think because his like relationship with Emily, which is kind of nice, kind of confusing. He gives me um from Charlie's Angels creepy thin man vibes. You know how like creepy thin man and Drew end up having uh like. Uh, Dylan yeah, in the movies yeah, yeah. end up having kind of like a sweet-ish relationship. Yeah. He just reminded me of that. I don't know. For a second, like, I so thought big. you meant Tom Green. <laughs> the chat is <laughs> the great. Chad. The was chat like, is great. Oh, God. Um, and he's trying to take his ankle monitor slash Casio watch off his ankle it's, as well. He's seeing. hacking at it all episode. Mm, yeah. Every time they cut back to him, he's hacking at the Casio. Like a dog with a cone. Like a dog with a cone. Um, and then I've written here, yes, Hannah, for calling out Arya, because I think they're talking about Fitz. Um, Yep, they are. We stand. Again, I said, I'm surprised that it bothers the girls, but I love it. Yeah. Like, I'm thankful that they're not like, oh my God, love is love is love. (laughs) Like, I'm glad that they're all like, this is bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we have... Spencer and Alex fighting because earlier in the episode, which we like didn't address at all, basically Alex is talking about this um, kind of scholarship program in I think Sweden or something somewhere far away in Europe um, that he has been given an application for in uh, for tennis because he's very good at tennis. Um, And he's like, no, I want to stay here and help my uncle at his shop. I need to save up money to go to college, you know, basically saying once again, the the, the divide between he and Spencer is Mm. the wealth and class disparity and pointing out, you know, it's not that easy for all of us. Some of us have to work to even have the option to go to college. Yeah. Um, playing pro tennis isn't a priority because it's not going to help me get into school. Um, which I mean it could if he did, was like yeah, an athlete at my, I don't, Yeah, I don't know how it all works. Anyway, um, and then she, he throws away the application earlier in the episode and then he gets mm. a text saying that it went, that it's been submitted. And he gets really mad at Spencer because he's like, you're the only person I told about it. And it, I threw it out, which means you submitted it on my behalf. Fuck you. We want different things, obviously. But he's not angry. He's kind of like, I'm glad no. you are who you are and you have the drive, but we're just different and we want different things. And this isn't going to work. And it's just for the best. 
And then A. So Spencer text says, point set match XOXO A. It's the first XOXO, which is very yeah, Gossip Girl I was, of A. I was like, this is a bit Gossip Girl of A. Mm. It did. I was like, have we seen an XOXO before? I don't think we have. Okay. That explains why I was like, hmm. Interesting. The only trivia for this episode on IMDb was this is Diego Bonita's final appearance. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not really trivia. No, it's kind of a given. Like his character got written out. Um, and he's delightful, I will say. And Alex is a really delightful character. But I will say they were kind of lame as a couple. Glad that's over. Yeah. Now Spencer can get into some real trouble. Yeah. Like now it gets exci- Like, yeah, I was like, I don't. This is fine. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to need this. The zoom in on Spencer's face at the end of this scene is insane. It's so like round the twist. Ooh. Have you ever had a fun like this? And Dale made a point. I was like, this is crazy. He's like, maybe when they were editing it, they didn't realize there was enough like gravitas in the scene and they had to like punctuate it. Because the zoom is really out of character. It's really crazy. It's bizarre. Um, next we have Mona being transphobic yet again uh, and then Lucas being a little jealous cuck and, and what is this story that Sean is telling and what is Lucas saying and I watched this scene twice and I do not understand what is happening <laughs> I think Sean's basically saying that they went snowboarding or skiing or yeah. something and Hannah was bad at it is the gist that I got but it but sounds Lucas insane. keeps talking about a dog I think Lucas is calling Sean a Labrador a- Comparing a, him yeah. to a dog and saying that he's stupid and wants stuff to like lick that. her face. Yeah, okay, yes, because yeah. he's like talking about licking a face. It's yeah. so uncomfortable to watch. I know. And then Sean it's... tries to fight Lucas, and then Lucas is like losing his shit. And then uh, Hannah diffuses the situation. Is like, let me talk to Lucas. And then he's like, Allison, you just like Allison, and that's why I destroyed the memorial, bitch. And the school shooter leaps out mm. this is a real i'm surprised we didn't get a school shooter storyline hey well you can watch degrassi for that true mm. true and also 13 reasons why mm. i think i didn't watch um, that season i only wa- oh i think it's in the second it's ho- oh it's really horrific like as yeah. in the oh it's uh, i only watched the first season because even just the first season i was like i don't think that's I enough keep going that's, with that's truly enough yeah. and i read the book and i loved the book when i read the book mm. so it, yeah um uh, anyway back to pll i do like the line but it's said with such like spooky like dying doesn't make you a saint <laughs> but it is kind of the thesis statement for ali for sure yeah um but yeah he's really got like school shooter vibes and he says don't make me like you which is gross i would be really scared if i was hannah yeah me I too. Would be really i'd be really troubled like this is really scary and not fun to for hannah to see yep that he's so angry that she she was like i'm your friend and he's angry because he likes it's so ugh, yuck like, i don't need any more friends i need a woman to love me and bathe me i'm a baby it's so that. It's such a disappointing turn that I was like, I know this is coming, but. Mm, it's sad. But also, can I just say, where are Sean's Christian values? <laughs> Go on. That's all. <laughs> I just wrote that down. I'm like, is this because he hates Lucas? Maybe he keeps trying to fight Lucas. <laughs> I don't know. Where, where are his Christian where values? Where are they? Not here, I'll tell you that much. I've written, someone stole the lasagna money. So the party's over and and 
Hannah's home and someone comes to the house and you're like, oh my God, mm. oh no, someone's here. And she's like in a wheelchair. She's not able to like even get around the fucking kitchen with a giant island in the middle of it. She's scared. Why wouldn't one of the girls stayed over at her house when she's home alone and Mama in a wheelchair temporarily disabled? Alone. Like they, why would they have not? It's just fucked. Yeah. And Mona just left her to clean it up. Mona sucks, obviously. But the other girls did come to the party, off. right? So yeah, but then they all left to be with their respective boyfriends. Fuck and that. Girlfriends. Someone said no about. Did Emily go? I can't. I think she was on her way there. Yeah, because she she that's when she spoke to Toby. Oh, she runs into Toby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, and then, and then yeah, it turns out it's just Ashley Marin coming home, and she's like, "What is this?" this? Was she's a like, "Long fake out." Oh, Mona had a party. Oh, I didn't expect her to. She goes and checks the lasagna box, and the money is gone. Dale was like, he thought it was unfair that Ashley was upset at Hannah, and I was like, yes. I do get that. I think I am also annoyed. Like, I get why Ashley's really annoyed because while, like, she has stolen money and put it in a bad spot and doesn't know that Hannah had nothing to do with this party, that's like a whole mortgage or something. Like, I was like, oh, I this is stressful. Hannah does literally... say that, though. She's like, I did, had no idea. Like, yeah, Mona. I think. And, like, Ashley knows Mona and it's within the realm of possibility. I know, and I think true. Ashley's just carrying the stress of, like. Yeah, I, I agree with both of you. I think it's, I do think it's it sucks because Hannah's clearly already tried to do everything she can to help with the money issues. Mm. So it's not fair in that way. But also, I can only imagine how stressful it would be to be like, fucking hell, you're home alone for three hours and this has happened also because you know in that before it's revealed it's hannah's mom and it's like this spooky kind of sequence of like the door creaks open there's shadows everywhere what is hannah's mom doing (laughs) she's taken ages to enter the house her keys got stuck in the door maybe you know what's ashley doing she's running around she's she's been a bit of a goof she's she's been a goof she's she's playing a prank what happens now is um, we find out that Emily's dad's going to have to leave again. Oh, yeah. And then Pam says the line, this whole thing makes me sick to my stomach because Emily says, mm. thank you guys so much for having Maya over and like basically saying like for accepting me. And she's like, I- I'm not okay with it. Like, fuck you. This is disgusting. And it's horrible. And I hate it. How dare you, Pam? And then we find out that, sucks. that Allison's blood is an official match with the blood on Toby's mm. sweater, which I thought we already found that out, but I guess not. Me too. To, yeah, the Toby stuff is going on a bit long. Yeah, yeah. In my in my head, yeah. I'm like, this is gone. I don't know, but maybe that's because I'm rewatching. But I'm just like, man, this Toby stuff kind of. We're we're, we're going on with yeah. it. Yeah. Then the next thing is that flashback. So we see that Ian. His bags that he has in the in the Hastings household have a Hilton head tag on them. And then we have a flashback to the day that Alison disappeared, but in the morning when she's arrived from her summer away with her, quote, grandma. Yes. Um, and we basically find out that Spencer questioned her and was like, oh, you went to Hilton head? Because there's a tag on her bags when she mm. comes back, you know, the she's day like, she I thought you were staying in this other place. Like, yeah, she's like, another- isn't Hilton head in South Carolina? Isn't, I thought your grandma lived in Georgia. And she's like, it's all the South. They're literally different <laughs> states. Yeah, the <laughs> South is huge. That's crazy. Also, so this is where, um, and then she goes, why so many questions, Spence? <laughs> why so many questions, Spence? 
Which is the same as when she goes, what's with the dude, guys? Like she, the direction that Sasha as Ali has is really interesting because she'll just say lines, like every flashback has a line like that. Mm. That's extremely like, yeah, just like get off my case. Yeah, deflecting. But it's always delivered in the same cadence of like, why so many questions, Spence? What's with the dude, guys? <laughs> why are you talking? Like, like it's really, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a weird That's immortality, my darlings. That's immortality, my darlings. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And why no, did none I, of the I other girls hear Spencer being like, that's a different state. What the fuck? You're clearly lying yeah, about where you were. Why do like, they not pick up on that or care? She doesn't jab at Hannah that's like, hold on to your baggy sweater. Because Hannah stole something. Fat. She's like, oh, I got us tequila for tonight. And she's like, oh, great. That good girl, Hannah. You better hold on to those baggy sweaters. They come in handy for like swiping alcohol from your mother's liquor oh, cabinet. Oh, yeah, I fully, I was like, is this a fat joke? I don't know what this is. It's crazy. Right. So basically we find out that that means from this moment that Spencer's worked out that, because uh, they know that Ian and Ali were having a secret relationship, that they were oh. probably together that summer that she went missing because there's obviously more reason to suspect Ian. A lot of teenagers going away because I think earlier in this episode, Spencer tries, she's like, let's go to like, I don't know, a lake house or something. She's like, let's go to my holiday house mm. to Alex. And I'm like, you guys are like 16 years old. Oh, my God. My parents would have never let me go away for the weekend. With a partner. With a, with a partner at that age. Which makes like the alley one is a little makes a bit more sense because it was a secret. But it's also so gross because it's like you and Ian went on like a romantic weekend away. When she was you like 14, 15. Or 14 yeah. when you disappeared. Ah, Infuriating. Um, Crazy. And then we see a text from A that says, you'll get your dollar signs back if you do what I say, A. And it's inside um, the pill container that, hannah is getting her like daily medicine out of so she's, i loved this scene me too i was like oh my god yes she's gonna have to be a's little bitch yes i yeah i was like this is one of the first a threats because it is blackmail i was like this is powerful this is more sensical i can get behind this one um and i'm looking forward to yeah hannah having to in the terms of entertainment hannah having to do things to get that money back for her mum. Exactly. i also just love this scene because these two are the closest. Mm-hmm. Hannah and Ashley, Hannah and her mom, the Marin girls are the closest. And I love just, like, Ashley is really cold in this scene. And honestly, it is kind of on Ashley for putting money in a lasagna box. Mm, yeah, put it in a safe. But I love when she's like, which of those make, which pills make you sleep? <laughs> and then she's like, can I have one? And then she does it. And I was like, I just love this scene. Me too. Love these girls. I love these girls. I love these prop, like, these girls who are really going through it. Together. Together. And then we have the final post-A scene epilogue situation where A is putting the rest of the stolen lasagna box money into a creepy clown money box. So slowly. I hated this one. Mm. Some I love. Not this. This one was stupid. It was goofy. It was goofy in a bad way. It was goofy in a bad way. Also, this is a continuity goof, according to IMDb. Tell me more. The one hundred dollar bills being inserted in the piggy bank or the clown's ass. <laughs> nah, it's like the back. It's like the back of a it's thick his clown. Butt. His butt. 
Um, the $100 bills being inserted in the piggy bank towards the end of the episode all have the same serial number. That- so I guess they're just photocopied or whatever. Yeah. They're Ooh, just copied. Fake money. Fake money Which alert, like- props department. Mm. Oh, you- oh, in the episode before this, I kept trying to pause on Hannah's leg so I could see what the... Um, like the art department wrote on her leg. Yes. On her cast, I was but... trying to see if you could see the A message already. Because I knew that it was oh, coming. Oh, that's a great idea. Couldn't see anything though. But also I was trying to pause it with like when you cast from a phone. It's, mm. it's just so frustrating. Um, And that's episode 12. Shall we get that's into our 12. segments? Let's do our segments. Ooh. Our segments. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, who is the hottest adult of this episode? Um, Honestly, I think maybe there just weren't many adults. Spencer's dad is a looker, but I just wrote Ashley Marin swallowing a pill. I think, yeah, I think Ashley Marin being like, mate, what are you doing? There was a tragic, her like asking her kid to have one of her pills to sleep. <laughs> I was like. Something I love hot this about is it. Julie Cooper energy from the OC. Like, I love this energy. Yeah. I agree. You so, know, I, well, I'm looking at my notes and I can't really see anything about other parents. Or... I guess there's like Spencer's mum with the Bluetooth. Actually, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Veronica Hastings and her Bluetooth. What a queen. If we can give it to someone that's not Ashley Marin, I'm always going to try not to. I'm going Veronica I... Hastings. Lock Let's it in. Let's go Veronica. You know what? Let's give it to Veronica Hastings and her Bluetooth. <laughs> they deserve it. My my yikes! I'm not even. I don't even want to say small yikes. I'm just gonna say yikes. Um, my yikes of the episode is the same as last time. It's still Emily's mum and it's still mm. Lucas. Yeah, it's definitely Pam for me in this one. The way that she says the she the way that Emily, you know, as they've established, they don't have a very close relationship, and Emily has come to her and been like, "Thank you for having mm. this. It meant a lot to me. I really appreciate it." All she had to do was be like, "You're welcome," and walk away. Yeah. She can and keep... then figure it out on your own time. Exactly. If yeah. if you feel sick about it, that <clears throat> sucks for Emily. But you can work through those feelings, work it out. Do not shame your child. I feel like this, honestly, Pam's behavior, especially in this one, might be like kind of triggering for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, to see a parent. Yeah, it's 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 um it's good TV. Like it's really I think it's good to like Absolutely. represent it and show it, but can I just yeah, say no, there's one ads. note from the episode that I forgot to mention the last episode and then we'll get into the last two segments. I also have one. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, which is that Jenna turned Toby in. We find that out. Yeah. Jenna's the one that turned Toby in. And she did that so that he could be stuck at home, arrested. So she could force him to fuck her more. Yeah, because then she tries to kiss him. And it's terrifying. And he's like, I will never let you make me touch you like that ever again. And she's like, yes, you will, Zaddy. And it's disgusting. It's spooky. My note that I forgot to say, I think it's about, it might be the scene at the party where the girls are talking about Ezra and Arya and they don't like it. And I think, I don't know why I wrote this, but Arya must make it clear that she needs to keep this secret. And I wrote, keeping a secret for an adult is a huge red flag, but you don't know that. True. That's very true. You don't know that at that age. Like, and also, I, it's not like her dad know. didn't condition her to think that that was normal by making her keep a secret for him. Oh, true. Yeah. True, true, true. Mm. Fuck. Yeah. And it's just like so spooky. Yeah. I was just like, oh, you're keeping yuck, yuck, yuck. And yuck. lucky for Ezra. 
She's got all these daddy issues. She does. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay, next segment. Who gets a buttercream from Daddy Hastings? Mine is for Emily's dad. Yeah. Mm. Um, Only because he did what Pam couldn't do. That's true. Step outside the situation, step away from his own issues, his own biases, and be like, this is my daughter. Um, And I hope that that would make him more inclusive across the board. But yeah, he was like, I've seen enough death. I've seen enough whatever. Our kid is alive and healthy, and this is how she feels. And I was like, nah, you can have it. You can have a buttercream. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would like to give my buttercream to A uh, for... (laughs) (laughs) Why does A get a buttercream? A gets a buttercream because A is finally mixing it up and blackmailing and making Hannah, like, do... So, like it's it's spicing up the story, and obviously, a and also deserve, A does deserve a buttercream all the time. You know what? A is working very hard. We need A, a- does work up. They're students, maybe. <laughs> they're students, maybe. Their parents, or they maybe. Work, whatever they are. They're Rosewood. They live in a small. T- they're in Rosewood. They're working hard. They're doing whatever they're doing, but they are everywhere at all times. Yeah. And now they're blackmailing a girl who is temporarily disabled mm. and poor, mm. and with a boring boyfriend like go off mm. a eh? you are absolutely chaotic evil and, and we yeah. appreciate you making the story even more dynamic at this point that's true i love that and yeah i do think a deserves a buttercream because they do work hard mm. and whether they're a student whether they work full-time part-time this is like a full-time job outside of all of that mm. they have like a startup yeah, absolutely. They, they have a small business. They've got things going on. Um, and then who should wait for crazy bread? I think Mona should wait for crazy bread. <laughs> Mona can always bloody wait. Absolutely. But for throwing a party for Hannah, she can absolutely wait for her crazy so bread. So stupid. So stupid that she would <laughs> throw a party like that. She doesn't give a shit about Hannah. I think Jenna should wait for crazy bread. You don't oh, have to fuck. That's actually that's better. You don't have to fuck your brother-in-law. You know, literally. That's, and w- in terms of yeah. waiting for crazy, but wait to meet someone else, because I know that maybe you think he's all that, that you can get right now. You've been through tragedy. You've lost your vision, mm. and you're like taking out your trauma on someone else and creating more trauma. Mm. But bitch, you are messed up. And you're hot as fuck. And you're hot as fuck. And you'll find someone else. And Toby's going to therapy. Why don't you? You know, work through your issues. Don't inflict them on someone else sexually. Yes, bitch. Yes, bitch. Yes, 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 bitch. See, bitch. And that's episode 12. That's episode 12. And they were really really fun, though, and I'm very excited. Because I think we're only 10 episodes away from the finale. As in 10 PLL episodes away from the finale. Yes, Which I'm just so. like, oh, I want to get there. We're, I mean, we're more than halfway. I can't wait for my crazy bread. I want to get there now. We need to wait, Haley. We need to wait. No. If you, if you wait for your crazy bread, I'll give you a buttercream. Oh, my God, Daddy Hastings. <laughs> Is that you? Oh, I love buttercream. <laughs> that was so fun. I'm so excited. Me too. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you to my mum for making a guest appearance. Carmel. Thank you, Carmel. This is so much fun. Love you, Haley. 
I love you, Ash. Guys, remember to call an adult. And close your, your damn, damn blinds. blinds. Okay? Especially at night times. Just, you, why are you sleeping with the moon looking at you? You don't need, a, you're not a crystal, okay? You don't need a charge. The moon doesn't need to look at you. Mm-mm. You're not the bear in the big blue house, okay? No, you're not the bear in the big blue house. And you'll never be the bear in the big blue house. And to that, we say... <laughs> Goodbye, goodbye, <laughs> good friends, goodbye. goodbye. Anyway. Bitches. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Colonado. We appreciate you more than Alison appreciates immortality, my darlings. Please give the show some love by giving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. You can stay up to date on episodes by following our Instagram at call.an.adult as well as our respective Instagrams at Ashley Crapapp and at Haley Tanto. Have a lovely day and don't forget, shut, shut your, your damn blinds! See ya! Call an Adult is recorded on the stolen lands of the Boonwurrung and Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the land. Sovereignty was never ceded.